Hey listeners, it's Keith from Evertrue. Evertrue is the end-to-end solution for insight, outreach, and analytics for higher ed advancement and stewardship teams around the world. Recently, we launched Evertrue Studios, Advancement's very first media hub, where subscribers have access to over 100 hours of free, on-demand original series and podcasts, all created with fundraisers in mind. Check us out at evertrue.com backslash studios. I'm Kim Naoni, and this is Mentorship Matters, a podcast that examines the current and future landscape of fundraising leaders and the power of inclusive mentorship in advancement. Today, I'm honored to speak with my friend, Jessica Love, Executive Director of Africade. And today we're talking about mentoring girls, developing leaders, the Africade story. Essentially, I wanted to come through this uh, because I was very interested in this organization and because the subject matter of what they do is near and dear to my heart. Uh, I was born and raised in Tanzania before I moved to America. And my mom was one of those young girls that aspired to be a leader and rose to be a, uh, a significant player in the local politics arena down there. And having watched her uh, grow even as an adult through her life, uh, that inspired me. So when I was introduced to Jessica uh, in Africade and I got to know her and become friends over the time that we've known each other, I said, you know what? We got to share the wealth of what y'all are doing with the rest of America so they can hear about that, find out find out the good things and the good news that's coming up. And shameless plug, we got a game to support you and invest in your, uh, in what you're doing. So Jessica, that's a long intro, but welcome. I love it. Thank you so much, Kim. And um, as I was just saying before we started recording, I just appreciate you. You've really become a mentor to me um, and a lot of things, fundraising and advancement. Um, money equals mission for us. And you've given me a lot of really great advice. And so I'm excited to be here and uh, reach out to your community and to um, maybe get some more advice from some more folks because girls need these programs. And I'm excited to tell you why. Absolutely. You know, I believe any civilized society cannot be what it is if we don't have female leadership, period. I look at at organizations, I look at communities. When we empower girls, we change the future. So I want you to tell our audience how Africade came about. What is Africade? How did it come about? And what motivated you all to do what you do? Absolutely. So Africade, um, our mission is to improve the standing of women in society through robust locally led mentorship initiatives that help girls build confidence, improve academic and health outcomes and promote socially responsible leadership skills. And that came about over, over 20 years of work. We initially were founded by a 16 year old girl back in 2001 who had been on a trip to Tanzania with her family. Um, her grandfather had um, spent a lot of time there and after he passed away, her family went on safari. And I think uh, several things about that trip moved her. I think first of all, their safari guide broke down in tears once he realized that there, that she was there and her family was there um, in honor of her grandfather because her grandfather had helped him get his job as a safari guide, which was just incredible that they happened to make that connection. And so I think that really um, you know, opened her eyes to how little actions can create incredible change. And on that trip, she also noticed how many children were not in school. And she didn't understand that as a young woman, she was 11 at the time of the safari. 
And so she went home and just became, um, you know, so interested in finding ways to help kids her own age be in school, especially girls in Tanzania. And so years and years of research, um, she finally founded Africade in 2001 to initially fund school scholarships for girls. That evolved over the years to um, providing materials to classrooms like computers or books um, and also doing teacher training activities. But then in 2010, Africade kind of took a more strategic turn to um, work with their local partners and schools they'd been working with to build out a curriculum that could support girls in a much more robust and long-term way. And so out of that came um, the first mentoring program that we support through our local partner called the KISA Project. And the KISA Project is a two-year course about socially responsible leadership skills um, for girls in their final two years of secondary school. The goal is really to prepare them to to complete their education and continue to university but the program teaches girls things they just don't learn at home or at school, things about financial literacy, entrepreneurship, health topics, um, problem solving. Um, There's just so much that these girls take away um, from the curriculum, but they also get paired with a university-educated Tanzanian woman mentor. Right now, 80% of the mentors in the program are graduates of the program. So that's a really exciting lived experience element, but you can see how powerful it can be. I mean, I think there's, you know, quote I love out there that's, if you can see her, you can be her. And the girls, yeah, these programs just see their mentors that that they've done it and they've been in their shoes and they um, just, they, they get just as much out of that trusted mentoring relationship with a woman as they do out of the programming. I mean, it's uh, if I may interject. I mean, uh, you know that that is such a powerful thing. I don't think folks realize that, unlike here in the United States and most places in the United States, uh, in a place like Tanzania, girls don't get opportunities to learn those those things. Even even in this day and age, uh, education is truly focused on the, the basics of education and not so much about you know uh, the the people skills that the that are necessary for them to uh to be to to be able to attain uh a higher education and in some parts of the country that's even frowned upon and so uh, uh i i know uh a couple of years ago when uh, the previous president passed away and tanzania had his first female president the fact that that was the first female president and only the second one in the history of africa think about that that inspired girls because they could see that that was possible because before they did not think that that was possible. So I, I really like that pairing and mentoring program you're doing. Yeah, no, I agree. It's just so important. I think girls in the program were so inspired to, to see that happen. And um, just knowing their president as a woman leader that they could be someday too, I think has been so inspiring um, the point, but yeah, so that's, um, So we support KISA Project um, through our local partner. Their name is the Girls Livelihood and Mentorship Initiative. Um, It used to be all one Africade, but now, I mean, they're incredible. They're doing it on their own and we continue to be sort of their fundraising and marketing arm here from the US, supporting all of the great work that they're doing. It's run by two Tanzanian women who are just incredible. And I think the staff is all, I think there's two drivers who are male, but everyone else is female. So it's really, I think, exciting and empowering for girls in lots of different ways to see such a woman strong led organization. Um, There is another mentoring program that they support, that they run also. It's called Binti Shupavo. It means courageous daughters. Mm -hmm. And was designed because um, they were seeing 
girls in Tanzania often start to um, often enroll at the same rates as boys, but they don't complete their education at the same rates as boys. And right. so other mentoring program was developed to really, um, with the goal of teaching girls study skills, health topics, self-confidence, so they can advocate for their own education. And so they know how to manage their own timetables in terms of the pressures that they face, because I'm sure you can speak to this too, that there's just so much pressure at home for girls in Tanzania to do chores or help around the house. And if choices need to be made in terms of school fees for a girl versus her brother, a lot of times, most of the time, the parent will invest in the boy and send him to school because they don't see a path forward for their girl as much as they see for their son. So fighting that stigma and helping girls play a role in advocating for themselves is kind of a big a big piece of this Binti Shupavu program. And this program for younger girls is a four-year program um, that really stays with girls through their uh, four years of their education and, um, and again, just helps them build the right skills with the goal of helping them graduate from their final exams from Form 4. Um, because in Tanzania, as you know, you know education is sort of a, a funnel. It kind of gets smaller and smaller the higher up you go, and you really need yeah. milestones in order to even be allowed to continue your, your education. Um, so, so uh, how, how much, uh, how much do you work with the parents? Cause you know, uh, I recall during my childhood that, uh, the parents exerted significant control on the children, especially the girls. And so if you are trying to, uh, you know, to, uh, build courage and instill courage in them, uh, there's gotta be some kind of parental involvement there to convince them that this is the right thing to do for their kids. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Parents are, especially for the program for younger girls, they're yeah. a critical component of that. Um, and sort of a, a, a secondary, um, you know, a goal of the program too, is to change parental attitudes about putting their daughters through school. So every year, Glammy, our partner, um, has parent engagement meetings where they invite parents to come learn about the program. It's an opportunity for them to remind parents, you know, that they have a responsibility to their daughters and here are things that they can do to help their daughter um, in her education so she can advance and achieve her goals and her education. Um, they get a good turnout of parents. Um, I will rewind back to 2020 when schools closed in Tanzania for three months. Glammy had such strong relationships with parents that they had contact details on file, I think, for like 6,000 families or something like that, which is incredible. So they were able to communicate with parents and send messages to their daughters while their daughters were home, while schools were closed, which was really critical to keeping girls engaged and focused on their goals. So when schools reopened, they would come back and re-engage with their education and with the programming. So parents are a really crucial part of it. Um, I think Glammy finds also that parents, as they progress, as, as their daughters progress through the program, the parents sort of mentor or other parents who are new and maybe skeptical of the programming. So they play an important role for that reason too, because they're really good spokespeople to each other. No, that's excellent. I mean, you, you want to see that. You want to see that residual impact because uh, initially folks say, oh, I don't know about this program. What, what are the intentions? And then when they see that, see that your intentions are pure and you all you're doing <laughs> is trying to, to, to make uh, a better future for their daughters, then it's, it's all... You know, because we're we're com communal people, we 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 care about one another in building the community. So that's uh, uh, that 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 is excellent. Um, so you partner, so you partner with local uh, local organizations. You do the fundraising here in the states. And what what have been some of the challenges slash opportunities? Uh, you know, 
being a US-based nonprofit that's all about empowering girls, you rely on local local partners uh, and you know, you need them to be reliable and accountable. How do you how do you handle that accountability? What have been some of the challenges that you faced? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the challenges we've been facing the last couple of years as we used to be under one umbrella and now we're two separate entities is that a lot of the funding now goes directly to our partners in Tanzania rather than to kind of a single organization. But that's also a really good opportunity because it, it helps us to build trust and credibility with more funders as they see how many funders decide to fund programs directly in Tanzania to our partner. Um, and then there are funders that still, you know, really need to go through a 501c3 here in the U.S., individuals, stock gifts, that kind of thing. So that's really helpful to Glammy because they don't have access to that money without this relationship with us. So I think it's a really strong symbiotic relationship and, you know, the money can come wherever it still goes to good programming. So that's an opportunity that kind of came out of a, a bit of a challenge. Um in terms of the measurement reporting, um, we really have always valued close relationships and trusting relationships with our partner. I talk to them constantly, um, which is helpful for me to get stories and information kind of in real time about what's happening in the programs and what's coming down the pike. Um, but we've also built in with our partners, um, they run a really robust measurement evaluation and learning program where they do quantitative research and qualitative research and put out reports um, on an annual basis about the girls and how they're graduating from the programs, how it looks as they compared to, um, you know, certain things that they're measuring when they enter the program, like, um, you know, the ability to feel confident in their leadership skills, their problem-solving abilities. And so they do a lot of this measurement and we produce these reports, which really is helpful um, for the fundraising too, because the impact is there and it's real and they're measuring it, which is exciting to see. That's awesome. So we've talked about those two, those two mentoring programs. Uh, what, uh, what, what, uh, what challenges, I'm trying to think here, uh, sort of what areas of opportunities do you see moving forward that you're focusing on where you'd like to see more uh, philanthropic support go in? Well, I think one of the things we're getting ready to um, do right now and where we, I think philanthropic support could really add a ton of value. Um, so Africate has been supporting Glammy, one organization and one part of Tanzania, Northern Tanzania. Um, they're getting ready to expand to a new region of Tanzania, which is really exciting. Um, but we paused last year as we were thinking about our strategy and realized we have these programs that are amazing, that we have you know, a decade of impact behind and numbers to show. But, you know, staffing up and building these programs can be um, expensive and time intensive. And what if we were to pilot a project with another partner in another country to see, A, how well the program works there? Is it replicable in other contexts and cultures? Um, and B, are there organizations that are small that don't have the ability to, um, you know, create their own programs for girls that want something that's time tested and proven that they can pilot in their own community, localize for girls in their own um, region to make it relevant? Um, right. Cade Canopy is that facilitator that um, provides training and technical assistance through our partner that can teach the curriculum. And then the, in, the new in-country partner 
pilots the curriculum and we all learn and share from that. So that's something we're really excited to pilot um, because I think there are a lot of really great implications for replicating and scaling these two mentoring programs in um, lots of different places. Uh, so we're excited about that. And that is definitely an area where philanthropy can help us support because we know these programs work and to be, to be able to provide them in more places to more girls would be I think, game changing for a lot of girls. That is uh, that that I, I like I like how you are continuing to evolve as we talked about before, continue to evolve and figure out ways to impact uh, you know a place far far and away, and uh, so as we think about uh, the future, I like to think of uh, a number of things, three or four that can demonstrate to folks that are listening to us, hey, this is what this is our success thus far. We've been able to accomplish one, two, three, four things. And thinking about the future, this is where I see us going. And this is how we see an opportunity for you to be part of us, especially as we're about to talk, you know, about the the excellent uh, news of things that are happening your way. So what you know, if I was to uh, to sort of uh, uh, get you to shoot out three things, uh, three 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 key st stats, uh, highlights that demonstrates the accomplishments that you and Africade have uh, have uh, realized uh, since two thousand one and uh, you know to two thousand and ten with the rebranding, uh, with with your involvement in Tanzania. Sure. Yeah, I mean, we found consistently year after year as we've measured that girls in both Kisa Project and Binti Shupavu graduate at higher rates than their peers with higher test scores. Um, they also report on the surveys that we do, um, you know, higher levels of self-confidence, um, self-awareness, leadership, and commitment to focusing on gender issues back in their communities. Um, one of the really cool capstone pro programs that's part of our um, KISA project for the older girls is that girls work in groups to identify um, a problem in their community, and then they work to solve it together. And this is really the capstone of their course, pulling in all the skills that they've learned. Um, they often fundraise for their projects in the community. Um, they put together project plans and then they go out and they do it and they work with community members to, um, to achieve these. And so I think that's a really great accomplishment too, because there have been so many projects and so many communities right. that there's some amazing feedback that we get from village leaders and other communities about you've really shown me now I can see that girls have worth and they can add value to our communities. And so being public in that way is a really exciting, I think, achievement of the program too. Um, and then last, I'll just say one of our um, partners, there's a group called Amplify Girls that focuses on, um, among many other things, um, researching and looking at girls agency and programs that um, invest or that build girls agency, their ability to sort of make their own choices and um, be empowered to you know, yeah, make their decisions. Um, and know that she she has the ability to do that. And they have been looking at Kisa Project and Binti Shupavu and have found in both programs that at statistically significant levels, these programs are increasing girls' self-esteem, their empowerment, their volunteerism, their public speaking and ability to resolve conflict. And so all of those things, again, are girl, things that girls aren't learning in school, but they are learning in a measurable way through these programs, which will help them succeed in life and you know, and 10 years later, we've got women who are lawyers, who are medical researchers, who are- That's incredible. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it is really incredible. There's, if you go to africade.org, we've got lots of wonderful stories of our alumni, of girls who are um, in the programming, and it's just the individual stories, I think, make it just feel so real and powerful. So I encourage a visit to our website. <laughs> africade.org, one word, africade.org. Exactly. Go there, learn more, and you're going to love this organization. You're going to want to invest in it because we need to invest in, in, in uh, young girls to build the future of not just uh, Tanzania, but the globe, really. You know, this is, uh, this is uh, something that's critical. So recently, you have some good news uh, that, 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 uh, that is happening, as um, uh, most people may not be aware or should, should be aware that October is the month uh, where we get to celebrate the young ladies, the girls. And uh, so talk to, talk to us about that. Share what's the, what, what's, what's the great news that, that, that's coming out of Africade? Wonderful. Well, Kim, this is like breaking news right here, right now, because I think it's supposed to be public today, but it's not yet. So by the time this airs, it will be public. And I'm super excited to share. Um, so October 11th is the United Nations has labeled October 11th as the International Day of the Girl, um, where organizations and people come together to just really celebrate the power of girls and the uh, the need to invest in girls and for the future. And so October 11th is next Tuesday, and we will I will be joining. I'm getting on a plane to Paris tomorrow to join my colleagues from Glammy uh, at the UNESCO headquarters in Paris, where Glammy will be receiving the 2022 UNESCO Prize for Girls and Women's Education. It's that amazing. is incredible. That is huge. It is. <laughs> so, and Kim, it's so amazing now to be able to say that Africade supports UNESCO award-winning programming. Um, and so I'm so proud of our partners and their local leadership that, um, you know, brought them to this point. I'm so excited to celebrate them there and all of the great impact they create. And, and I love that they're winning this prize so much for many reasons, but also because of just the story arc. I mean, this is really development done right, right? I mean, it started with just a young girl wanted to help and do the right thing. And it evolved over the years into something that is so tangible and replicable and now award-winning because there was so much attention paid to local leadership and the investment and trust and you know, development on right is when you want to genuinely help, but you let local people lead and solve and tell you what the challenges are and tell you how you can help. So I just, I love the story arc. I'm so excited to be in the front row cheering them on. We feel like a proud parent. <laughs> um, and so Glammy will be winning this prize and um, they will be speaking. It'll be at UNESCO headquarters and um, it'll be, yeah, just exciting to celebrate. So find Africade's social media because we're going to be sharing all kinds of photos and snippets from the event. And I think it'll be a really great um, opportunity for Glammy to, you know, take their work to the next level in Tanzania and um, just get the attention they deserve for building such terrific programming. If you could, that, that's just wonderful. But if you could, could you spell their, their organization so, so that people can find them? Sure. It's Glammy, G-L-A-M-I dot O-R dot T-Z is their website. Glammy stands for the Girls Livelihood and Mentorship Initiative. And um, again, they're a sister organization in Tanzania, just doing really incredible work. And I think leading the way in developing really robust, holistic girls mentoring programs. So to me, the this award <laughs> yeah no i mean to me the the key takeaway here as you think about it envision this a young girl goes on a safari gets touched by the culture that she encounters there 
and sees an opportunity to mentor young girls because she realizes that is through empowering young girls that that society can improve and can be better. She comes back to America and she sets up this organization, brings her best friends and people that she knows as board members. That organization goes from that idea of just sending money to the idea of being a full-fledged charitable organization that partners and empowers other locally-based organization, unlike some other ventures where typically we try to uh, to airmail and control things from the United States without having the solid ground knowledge and that doesn't work. But this young lady takes this organization to the next level, partners with organizations in Tanzania like Glammy. And now we're seeing progress of girls getting advanced education, girls moving into leadership role as women, and then they're getting recognized by UNESCO. That's not a small thing, people. Not a small thing. I mean, uh, you know, for for those for, for those of you uh, football fans, this is like winning the national title in college football. Uh, and, and you're and you're a small school in Kentucky that finally makes it up there and wins. Not talking about you, UK. So don't come after me. I'm just saying. So that's how big it is. It is huge, and you know, this is all because of the work that you do in your colleagues to raise money, to uh, you know, build awareness, social media, what have you, to ensure that people can see the correlation between uh, the, you know, our mission here in the United States to empower girls and the mission uh, to do that globally. And so I, I, I really uh, am thrilled to hear about this news. And uh, I want those who are listening to us to really go out there to africate.org, read the stories, they'll touch you. And most importantly, go over there and click on that donation button. Every, every gift matters, whether it's $1, $5, do it recurring, do it a state gift, contact Jessica. They'll, they, they'll, they'll take your money, but know that your money is going to good cause and you can see that. So that's, that's my plug in for the day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love the relation to uh, college football too. That's <laughs> thanks for bringing it home and keeping it real for, for all of us. But, uh, but that's, yes. Thank you, Kim. And this, thanks for the platform to share this exciting news. It's a, uh, yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's, they award um, two of these prizes every year globally. So it's a really, a really big deal. And that prize, uh, I assume it comes with a cash component. I just got to ask, you know, when fundraising. Yeah, no, it does. It comes, Glammy will be getting a $50,000 cash prize um, is, it, for earning the award and it goes straight to them and will go right into their work um, and helping them um, as part of their expansion into a new region next year and supporting all the other programming that they do, so. And folks, just to put it in perspective, $1 is about 2,700 shillings, the local currency in Tanzania. Uh, a beer, is a thousand shillings right around there. So think about it. $50,000 is going to go a long way. And I'm sorry to use the alcohol analogy, but I, oftentimes when I tell people the power of the dollar, uh, I, I, I use a simple denominator that everybody understands. You know, you think, think about it while you're spending, uh, you know, uh, for Budweiser or whatever beverage of your choice, uh, a dollar is 2,700 shillings. And there, that product is less than a dollar. So $50,000 is going to go a long way, folks. That's why 
when we say every gift matters, every gift does matter. Every gift does matter. Absolutely. And you know, Kim, it costs less than $100 per girl to put a girl through an entire year of these programs um, that include not just the mentor, the curriculum. Girls get access to career professionals during career days. Girls get access to multiple health symposia each year where they learn topics that are kind of taboo to discuss in an academic environment. Um, and so it just, I think just the value there and that it costs less than $100 for a whole year for a girl to go through these programs is really powerful too. Absolutely. That is good stuff. Well, folks, there you have it. I'm Kim Naoni. Thanks for tuning in to Mentorship Matters and Jessica Love. Thank you for being a great human being you are for doing the work that you're doing. This is, uh, uh, you know, uh, amazing work. Thank you so much, Kim. And if I can ask, if I can make a shameless plug because you did and um, teeing up to this, you said, let people know how they can help. And I do have an ask if that's okay to share uh, here at the end of the podcast. Um, so in addition to going to Africa.org and learning a little more about us, we are going to be growing our board, building an advisory board, and the advice of professionals like you listening to this kind of podcast is so valuable to organizations like ours that are small and growing. So if this touches your heart and you're looking for a place to channel your passion for girls' education and empowerment, please email me, jessica at africade.org. I would love to talk to you. And if there's um, you know, an opportunity for you to get engaged uh, at a bigger level, I would really value that. So thank you, Kim, for letting me make my shameless plug and, um, and for just hosting this podcast because mentorship is so important in so many contexts as we've talked today and as you've shared on your other programs. So thank you so much. Glad to, honor to, mentoring girls, developing leaders, the Afrigate story. Africade.org, A-F-R-I-C-A-I-D.org. Go there, learn, give, be a better human. Thank you. Thank you.